know a lot of people have, have said to me, a lot of people have said this to me that are close to me, how did you, how did you go on a TV programme? I could never have done that. I could have never stood at the stood at the aisle with all these cameras on me. I'd have been a nervous wreck. So was I. And I was feeling the, the exact same feelings that everyone tells me, oh, I, I couldn't have done that. There's no way I could do that. I'd, I'd make a fool of myself. You don't think I was feeling that. Like, I was 100% feeling that. And I did make a fool of myself. But good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the Adam Avelyn podcast, a podcast all about self-improvement, personal development, working on yourself and trying to become the best possible version of yourself. So today's episode is going to be about imposter syndrome, something that I think we've all probably dealt with, something that we all deal with. I'm going to share a little bit of my experience of imposter syndrome. What is it um, and how to really enhance it and conquer the fear because imposter syndrome is a bit of a superpower if you really know how to enhance that and use that as a, as a superpower. So Imposter syndrome is the feeling of being an imposter in either your job, either sort of like a sport that you're doing or just any situation, feeling like you don't belong there, feeling like you're not good enough for the job, the, the situation, feeling like you've not got the skills to do it. But let me tell you something now from my experience and... One of the things that I do a lot is I read books from people that are very successful, like CEOs, like business people, sports people, or people that I really look up to. And every single book, there's a trend in every single book that people that have got to a place where they want to get to, and even when they're at that place, they 100% deal with imposter syndrome. And we, we all deal with it. Every single one of us deals with it. And it's really how to know and really be aware of the fact that it's, it's normal to feel the feelings that you're probably feeling whether you're in a job and you feel like I, I just I'm not right for this job I, I can't do this job I'm not good enough for this job you are the, there's a book that I was listening to and it's kind of the, the reason for me making this this podcast about imposter syndrome so it's by a guy, a guy called Grant Cardone the reason that I'm listening to that book at the minute is because it's really it's connecting with me at the minute it's really it's called the 10x book and um, obviously with what I'm trying to launch at the minute I'm really trying to just put so much good information into my mind and that real that book really gets you inspired and uplifted um, and it's got some really good nuggets of information in there as well but one of the things he was talking about so Grant Cardone is, is a billionaire like he has made it and one of the things he was talking about is he, he was going to do a TV show and the, the TV show that he was doing, on the way to the TV show, he had the imposter, imposter syndrome struck. He was driving to the, the studios and he was like, I can't do this. Like, this isn't me. I don't know what I'm talking about. And this is from a guy who, from my perspective, I look up to massively. And when, when you look up to these people, you never expect them to deal with insecurities, deal with fears, deal with imposter syndrome, feeling like they're not good enough for the job. But these people all deal with it and they all, like suffer with the exact same things we do but the difference between some people dealing with it like enhancing it using it as a superpower is courage courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyway that's the definition of courage we all feel scared to do things but feeling the fear and doing it anyway so i listened to a podcast this morning um by obviously like jay shetty one of like a big person in the personal development space um, I basically because I knew I was going to be talking about imposter syndrome today uh, on my walk this morning I go out on walks every morning I absolutely love it getting out in the fresh air Andrew Huberman a neuroscientist talks about getting out in the fresh air getting morning sunlight can be one of the best things to set your circadian rhythm uh, which is like the normal bodily functions of your body, like the circadian rhythm, what time you wake up, what time you go to sleep, like when you eat, your bowel movements, all, all these kind of things. 
Um, and I was out this morning and I was listening to the Jay Shetty podcast and some of the things that he spoke about really were, were absolutely like spot on. So it's about sort of if you feel feel imposter syndrome, it's you 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 if you feel imposter syndrome, it's because you are in exactly the right place. And in, imposter syndrome is feeling like you're not in the right place. But let me tell you something now. If you are feeling imposter syndrome, it's because you're in the right place, because you're growing, because you're wanting to go to the next place, because you're, you're feeling like you need to develop new skills. Because Jay Shetty talks about imposter syndrome is potentially the the feeling of you might not be have the skills that you need, but that's something that you need to grow. So like... Be, feeling imposter syndrome, feeling like you're not good enough is, is probably an indicator of be, being that you, you're in exactly the right place. You need to adapt, you need to grow your wings, jump and grow your wings on the way down. Like You need to like find ways to, to grow, especially a lot of people suffer with imposter syndrome when it comes to the, the job role and like maybe not, not feeling adequate enough to, to do the job that they're doing. And I've got quite a good story on this as well, so I'm going to tell my story in it. So Obviously, for, for those that know me, will probably know that I was an electrician when, when, for a large part of my life, from 16 till 26, I'm still qualified electrician now, I still do bits and bobs, um, but I was an electrician for a large part of my life, and when I just finished qualified, uh, just finished my qualification, I became qualified at around 21, you have to do a four-year apprenticeship, um, and I was around 21, I think 20, maybe 21, around that age, I might have been 20 actually, I think I might have been 20, yeah, I was. I was 20 um, and we were on this job and basically we had to do this ASDA, it was a, a 12 week ASDA, it's in Northwich, if you live in Northwich then uh, the ASDA there, that, that's the one that we worked on and it was a 12 week job, it was a very, very intense job, we had to do this full ASDA, it was for Christmas as well so um, we, we had to get it ready for December and obviously get it ready for the Christmas rush so there was a lot, a lot of pressure and I was only 20 and there was about 15 blokes on, on this job um, but there was only a few of us that actually worked for the company and a lot of them were subcontractors so they'd come on just for that job and the, the guy who was running the job, Gary, like one of the best, spark, probably the best spark I've ever worked with, he's run so many jobs, I think he's around 60 now. Um, like all, all my old work lads are like family because we spent that much time together working away, he was like the dad of the group really. Um, and he was running the job and the job was a very stressful job, very stressful. And um, about, the, like I say, the deadline was 12 weeks to get this Asda from start to finish, from empty, huge, huge warehouse, car parks, everything, and get it from start to finish. Um, and my, there was only two qualified Sparks on the books on that, from the company that we, we worked for. The rest of them were sort of either apprentices or Sparky's mates or um, subcontractors. So it was me and the, the older guy, Gary and um, th this job was that stressful that it actually made Gary quite ill he'd, he'd become really run down because it was that stressful and this was with two weeks to go I was the only qualified uh, bear in mind I was only 20 late 20s at this time I was the only qualified Sparky on the books from this company who could step up to run the rest of this job I was 20 years old there was about 15 blokes like fully grown men 40 50 year olds um, that I had to I had to step up and I got imposter syndrome because I was speaking to like bosses of Asda like big big bosses coming in I was signing off big contracts I was signing off timesheets I was signing off like the the fire alarm system with proper fire alarm people like all these big things and I I had to adapt. I had to, those two weeks, two to three weeks 
of me having to adapt and to, I was feeling imposter syndrome, but I had to adapt, I had to grow because there was no other reason for it. Those two or three weeks really helped me, develop me. It turned me into, from a, a boy being told what to do, it turned me into a man making my own decisions. And don't get me wrong, I got massive imposter syndrome when I was talking to that C CEO, maybe not the CEO, but really high up people from Asda and talking to like, all, all these big bosses and I'm this 20, 20 year old that has literally just been thrown in the deep end and I thrived in it and it really, really developed me in, it really sped up my, my growth um, as an electrician, as a leader, as um, someone who could be trusted um, and I got massive respect from the, my, my bosses, like they, they thanked me for it um, at the time and I, do you know what, like the, those moments in time where you are going to feel imposter syndrome, when you're going to question, am I right for this? Am I old enough for this? Can I do this? Th those moments in time are what are going to make you. And you need to, like, if you're not feeling imposter syndrome, you're probably not growing. And, and this doesn't mean that you have to constantly feel imposter syndrome in your job. Like, you, you might be comfortable in your job, you might be happy in your job, and you might not, you might be very confident in your job, but you need to be finding some sort of imposter syndrome in your life because that's when you know you're going to grow. Like, maybe it might be a new sport, maybe you might need to find a way to, maybe relationships, go and find, if you're single, maybe find like a, a new relationship or maybe find like a new friendships that push you outside your comfort zone, like especially if you're someone that's quite an anxious person, you don't like going out meeting people, maybe you need to be like, feel that imposter syndrome of this isn't me, like, what am I doing? Feel the fear, remember courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyway, mix imposter syndrome with courage, with growth and you, you can feel amazing. Um, so yeah, like I say, it doesn't just have to be with, with your job. It, it does. It can be sort of like sports. It can be relationships. It can be like maybe you want to, a new challenge and you, you like set yourself a triathlon or, or something along those lines. And I really think that's where big big growth can can come from in life. Sorry, I was just having a, a bit of coffee for the podcast listeners. Um, so yeah, another. I thought I'd share another little bit which might be quite cool about sort of imposter syndrome. Um, with Married at First Sight, obviously a lot of people know me from Married at First Sight, so I thought I'd, I'd share a little bit of this. So the very first day of filming, they they have to do a bit of a backstory, so they come out and they do a little bit of a backstory and they, they film you at your house, they film you around sort of your town. Um, and then the very first day of filming was when I went and met Paul Brunson. Um, and uh, to be honest, th this was like a few days before the wedding. This was the day before the, the lad stag do. If you've watched Married at First Sight, you'll, 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 you'll have seen all of this. Um, and this is where you sit with the expert on the couch and you go through sort of your, your history, why, why you're looking for a marriage, why, why it's failed in the past. So I, I get there and I, I was pretty confident. I was pretty chilled and then... They're like, right, you have to walk up these stairs. Paul's going to be sat there. Just sit there and talk to him. So I walk up these stairs, and then as soon as I, I get upstairs, I see about 10 cameramen, like literally about 10 of them, all stood there pointing the cameras on me. And I got the biggest, biggest imposter syndrome ever. I thought, wow, all these people are here for me. Like, I'm not confident enough. I'm not, I, I'm not charisma I've not got enough charisma I've um like why why are people going to watch me like I'm boring like there's not going to be enough for me to say all these things went through my mind and I was a nervous wreck I, I really really was um and that interview didn't really go that well I was so nervous like the I couldn't really get my words out Do you know when your heart is really beating pounding 
Um, and I, I suffered a bit of imposter syndrome. And then the next night was the stag do. Um, and once I'd gone through that little bit of imposter syndrome, and I, I was courageous, I didn't run away. I, I felt like running away. I felt the fear um, and did it anyway. And then the next day, the, the stag do, like, I, was, I was sound. I was back to being me. I felt confident. I was chatting to the lads. I was in an environment where I was quite comfortable, obviously. I've, I've always been around lads, big groups of lads. Like I've been, I'm a social person, but also working on site. So when, when it was a stag do, big group of lads, I was me. I was like the, the loudest one there, chatting to everyone, getting up, dancing. Um, making conversations um, and I, I didn't feel the imposter syndrome then because I'd just gone through it. So the, the reason that I kind of wanted to share that as well is because I know a lot of people have, have said to me, a lot of people have said this to me that are close to me, how did you, how did you go on a TV programme? I could never have done that. I could have never stood at the, stood at the aisle with all these cameras on me. I'd have been a nervous wreck. So was I, and I was feeling the, the exact same feelings that everyone tells me, oh, I, I couldn't have done that. There's no way I could do that. I'd, I'd make a fool of myself. You don't think I was feeling that. Like I was 100% feeling that, and I did make a fool of myself, but do you know what? That kind of made, made that, that situation, me turning around for the, for the wrong, uh, the wrong, the wrong bride. But that that situation kind of made me like people that have said to me, "How did you do that?" That I was feeling the fear as well. Like I felt that imposter syndrome. I felt like I saw there must have been about fifteen cameras there, all pointing at me. I was like, "Why are they here for me? Like I'm not confident enough. I'm not. I've got not got enough to say. I've, I'm like, I'm going to be boring. No one's going to like enjoy watching my progress. All those things were going through my mind. Like I was feeling the imposter syndrome. But remember, courage is fear. Courage is feeling the fear, but doing it anyway. That, that's what the definition of courage. And sometimes you've got to step up and do it. But like I say, when, when it comes to imposter syndrome, every single person feels imposter syndrome, whether it be the president, whether it be the prime minister, whether it be the biggest CEO in the world, whether it be like a, a sports star, like an entertainer going out on stage, everyone is going to feel imposter syndrome. A lot of like entertainers always say that they're still, no matter what, they still get nervous before they go on stage. They still get that imposter syndrome of feeling, why is everyone here for me? I'm not good enough for this. So everyone feels this. So, so I, I know one of the reasons I want to do this is to try and if you are feeling this and you might be feeling this with, with work or like you get put in a situation and you run away because you're like, no, nah, this, this definitely isn't me. This isn't something that I can do. Remember, you've got, like everyone feels that. It's, it's normal to feel that. So, so normal. Um, Tim Ferriss, the, the author of the 4-Hour Work Week, which is a really, really interesting book. I highly recommend you listen to it or read it. There's a lot of things in there that probably won't relate to, to you, but there's a lot of golden nuggets in there that I've really took, and this is one of them. So he was talking about when he was going for an interview for a, a casting role, um, and he was sat in the waiting room, nervous as hell, and he was looking around, and there was loads of other people waiting in there as well, and it suddenly dawned on him that every single person in there is feeling exactly what he is feeling. Like, the, the people queuing up to, to do the casting, that to, to go and perform, the people who are interviewing, the people who are sort of judging, they're probably feeling nervous. They're probably feeling imposter syndrome, sitting there thinking, am I good enough to be choosing people? Like, oh, oh. Everyone is dealing with insecurities. I think the sooner that you realise that, the, the more powerful that is because you can harness your own and really, like I say, courage is feeling the fear, but doing it anyway, harness that courage. Um, so hopefully you, you've enjoyed this podcast. I really think this one could help a few people build up that confidence to maybe think, do you know what, fuck it, I'm going to, 
going to put myself in some uncomfortable situations. I'm going to feel that imposter syndrome because it's normal and that means and that shows that I'm growing. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. I've enjoyed making it. I really have. And it's gave me the fire in the belly to keep pushing, keep working hard, keep putting myself in situations where I feel that imposter syndrome. Um, So yeah, have a great rest of your day, wherever you're listening. Good morning, good evening, and good night.